0: Happy NFL Draft, everybody. Basement Sports Podcast with our 2021 NFL Draft preview. Duty, our high holy day is almost here. How are you?
1: Oh, what's up, my bitches? You know that this is my favorite time. I've been doing mock drafts, looking at players, watching film for two months now, moving people up the board, down the board, off the board. And I just, let me say, before we get into this, I do have a pretty good track record of this. I've been doing this draft nerd stuff before most nerds got into it. Um, Only because my cowboy team, who my favorite team, they're so bad at drafting there for a few years. I just didn't believe it. So I had to start looking at tape and seeing people myself to see why Bobby Carpenter was picked in the first round when he didn't even start at Ohio State. But, you know, what did I know? (laughs) <laughs> but yes today and tomorrow you and i will be on the phone texting each other bitching uh let, before we get into it i will let you know i told you last year to relax when the steelers picked the wide receiver from notre dame you didn't <laughs> like it i told you it was good you like benny snell i told you he sucked he was not on my board and he's turned out to be a turd um i told you about Suggs going to uh or rugs i'm sorry is it the receiver going to oakland from alabama right. i right. said he's a one-trick pony he can't run routes he's just a speed demon he might have been the worst freshman receiver last year of anyone uh, that give,
0: just give me my due i was right about kevin dodson I was you right, about him. Kevin I was yes,
1: right about him. I was right Yes, you liked him much more than I did. Yeah. And I, I didn't say I didn't like him. I just said he was a good run blocker. Like he was a fantastic run blocker. I didn't think he could pass protect, but he was better than I thought. And You right. called it. Right. You said he's a beast, and he was. Right. Right. Or can be. Um. Yeah. So let's just let's just preview this because we this is probably going to take more than an hour, like we usually what, do. Why don't you, you know,
0: Why don't you start off with telling everybody like how you do your thing. Like yeah, how, okay. how Still, do you piece this together?
1: Here's what I start out doing with. Uh, usually this is very difficult this year because there's no combine because the combine posts high jump, low f- uh, short shuttle, three cone drill, 40 times long jump, all that stuff is in a one. I can put in a spreadsheet and I eliminate certain times like the short shuttle, the three cone, the 40, based on the position players, it changes based on position if they don't meet a minimum requirement. Because based on the history of the NFL, Todd McShay years ago put out this thing and he updates it that if, say, for instance, a cornerback, that's a CB cornerback, can't do the three-cone drill under this time. he does, He's just not quick out of his breaks. He's not explosive, lot that type of thing. Um, the long jump that's important for, for explosion, for certain, for certain positions. I'm not going to bore you. So what I did is I went through these draft picks and I took the big names. I took some of the big dudes off all the mock drafts and some of the big sites. And I eliminated the people that didn't meet minimum requirements for each of their positions. And then I took each one. I watched some tape. I went by, by the uh, senior bowl, a lot of that stuff, and then I rank them based on where I think they're going to be playing in the NFL, and and I'll get to that in a minute because when you say left offensive tackles, I think some of the better offensive tackles are not going to be tackles in the NFL. They're going to end up being especially left tackles. Uh, most of them are going to be guards. Most of them are going to be or some of them might have to switch to right tackle so they don't deal with the speed rushers. So I just take out the minimum requirements aren't met. And then I watch some tape and then I, and then, you know, you look at weird stuff. You know how I am about linebackers. I want a hundred tackles out of your linebackers. If you can't tackle a hundred guys and you know, that's people like uh, Brian Urlacher, um, Sean Lee guys, Devin white uh, the kid from the the Pittsburgh linebacker, uh, Devin, Devin Bush Bush, those guys, that means you can go side to side, and you can hold up when there's a big guard coming at you. You don't get a hundred tackles unless you can play linebacker. Right. So that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about.
0: Got it. Well, where do you want to kick this off? Um,
1: I don't know. You want to go offense first?
0: Let's start offense. Let's start offense. And uh... well, let's
1: let's just do some of the obvious one. Let's go quarterback right away. All right. Uh, I think this is one of the dumbest. Mock drafts, NFL expert years that I've ever seen about people being overrated. What, where, who's going where? And let me take a drink of beer, and I'll tell you what.
0: Go right ahead. So, yeah, let's let's. Do you want to just like, well, give us the hype and what's going on with this? And then with each of these positions, you want to give like your top three to five. Yeah, yeah, I will. So
1: so obviously, at quarterback, we're going to start with Trevor Lawrence, he's been the best quarterback in football since in college football. The only thing you can say that's not great about him is every once in a while his accuracy when he try when he's being pressured or he tries to gun it, sometimes he misses high. And you know what happens in the NFL if you miss high? You get there's usually off. a safety or someone you get picked off. Right. But I don't think there's any doubt. Here's here's my problem. All these mock drafts have the Jets. All of a sudden, They're going to take this kid named Zach Wilson out of BYU. Now, Zach Wilson out of BYU, nobody effing knew during the season. Zach Wilson went up because of his pro day. It's absolutely ridiculous. This kid is Baker Mayfield with a little better arm except they're comparing him to Patrick Holmes because he can throw the ball sideways. He can get the ball out from different angles. He's good on the run. That, that, that's fine. What about the normal plays where you drop back, you fake a handoff and you turn around and you got to throw the ball. There is absolutely, and here's why I know I'm right, because the Jets are going to screw it up and that's why the Jets are the Jets. There is absolutely no doubt that Justin Fields out of Ohio state is the second best quarterback. And I could even argue he could be better than Trevor Lawrence. If he gets in the right situation, Uh, Justin Fields, you don't believe how good this kid is. You don't want him on your team. Look at the Clemson tape Threw for six touchdowns, got banged up. He played hurt and he was absolutely phenomenal. So there's no, you can't tell me, I don't care if he has epilepsy I don't care what he has. He's the second best quarterback in this draft and he's, and he's not going to go two. there's number you know, three real quick. Go going
0: back to Zach Wilson, you know, and this is something I can't believe they're not paying more attention to Zach Wilson has had two surgeries on his throwing hand and shoulder over the past year. Yep. Like that would be like a giant
1: red flag for me. Hey, and, not to mention, not you didn't have mention. a, you
0: didn't have a combine.
1: You couldn't, you know, he a, had no. She, he he didn't have any workouts. Right. He didn't run the forty. He didn't do any of that stuff. And remember, everybody's saying, you know what he was last year when he was healthy and BYU didn't have a real good offensive line. He had an overall grade of about a seventy-five. And now He was mediocre. He was ninety-five.
0: He was mediocre against good talent. He was mediocre when they lost to Coastal Carolina. Last year. Now, granted, Coastal Carolina had a pretty good team, but he did not like against better talent. He didn't play all that well. He really did play to
1: BYU. Right. Right. He does have a cannon and he can make every throw. I get it. He can make all the throws, different angles. Um, He had the best offensive line in front of him this year that BYU has ever assembled ever. The best offensive line ever. Not to mention his injuries. But right. when it comes to pressure, the first thing he does is get out. He tries to run right away. Right. First thing. First read, he tries to get out, and he's good on the run, but there's no way he's Fields. Remember, Fields ran a 4-4. Four, four.
0: Yeah, but he's not – he's good out of the – He's he, but, but if you get, like, even one hand on him, he's going down. Like, he's not really good at breaking tackles. Like, he's not going to break, you know, like – the old-fashioned, the, the first two years of Roethlisberger where you had to get two or three guys on him to bring him down. like he'll, right. he'll And he jumps out of the pocket, like, to your point. He jumps out quick. He, he goes through his see. progressions really fast, and then he runs.
1: Why wasn't anyone talking about this kid when they played football? <laughs> nobody during the season, nobody right. talked right. about this kid. Not one person. Now, all of a sudden, in a pro day, in shorts, he's now... He's now uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's ridiculous. He's way overrated. He uh, he's not even my third best quarterback. It's, it's definitely Lawrence and Fields one two. It, I I had trouble with this this one too, just because of there's not many left. Mac Jones out of Alabama. I love the way he sees pressure before the snap. He can read blitzes coming. He's very smart. Um, I couldn't find the wonderlick scores. I looked for them for the quarterbacks. Here's my problem with Mac Jones. Every receiver he threw to was wide open. Mm-hmm. Not to mention not to mention Alabama's offensive line, but the Alabama's going to have two receivers all taken in the top 20 right One of them maybe they mo- they might both go by the top 10 right? They were wide open so he did he didn't have any tight window throws. And the other thing you know I like about quarterbacks, I want you to start for three years in the college. I don't want this one, this one hit wonder horse shit. I don't like it. Um he he does not scramble. He will take a hit. Um, but as far as his smarts and pre-snap, I have him ahead of Zach Wilson, who I barely have at four because mm-hmm. of everything we just said. Right. And I almost I didn't have the balls to do it. But I almost, my my sleeper here, and that nobody's talking about, is I like this Kyle Trask kid out of Florida. 6'4",
0: yeah.
1: 227. He's slow. He can make all the throws. He's 70% completion rate. He's a Big Ben-esque. He's not as big as Ben, but he is a freaking statue in the pocket. Right. He's not going to scramble. But if he can make the reads, he's very accurate on short slants. Uh, just short slot guys running crossing patterns over the middle. I think Kyle Trask is going to be, um, if not a starter year one, I think he's going to sit behind the right person. And I would not be surprised if he's, if he's not picked in the second, third round, most people don't don't agree with me. Um, but we'll see. He has good arm. He's touch. He doesn't have a cannon like those other guys do. Um, And he has no scrambling ability, but I think he could be a very second day, late second, third round pick. He's huge. And he saw what Florida's offense did with him. Right. Um, And Florida's offensive line was not that good. So he's my, I would say he's my surprise pick at quarterback, but it's totally overrated. And you notice I didn't even say Trey Lance yet. Yeah. uh, He's not on your list. He's not. He's listen, this kid, he has a great arm. Let me tell you what this kid doesn't have. Passing stats. North Dakota State ran the ball on 65 to 70% of the plays. His completion percentage last year, 50%. 50. That Jamarcus Russell was better than that. His accuracy, he does not throw the ball much. He's a hell of a runner. Although he didn't do the 40. How do we know? Well, he looked fast on tape. He's 6'4, 224, and he's a sophomore. He doesn't even have a lot of snaps under him. Right. I think he is a bust. With five quarterbacks going in the first round, you know from NFL history, two of them are busts.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, you can take your pick. Trey Lance is a bust. This kid is not gonna does not throw. And if he's not a bust, he's not ready to start. If you want to take this kid to sit behind Tom Brady, maybe. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years, he is not pro ready. He is not a pro passer. He's a running quarterback. This guy would look good in Baltimore because he doesn't have to throw.
0: Let's move to the running back position, which is a hot and heavy subject in the Pittsburgh area, which we can get to. when we talk a little bit about the Steelers, but uh, what do you got at running back?
1: Um, This is a little, I'm a little different, but here's the thing. In the last two days, from my rankings now everybody has my rankings all the experts now said well we we think this guy's gonna be yeah well i already had these guys so bite me i do think naji harris is the best running back in the class now i don't know how they said he runs a sub four or five he didn't do the workout but the reason i say that is um he's six two two thirty he's fast enough he does break tackles but he's what you want in a back because of his his uh, pass catching ability. And he's probably the best uh, blitz picker upper in the whole draft. And that's because he runs a Nick Saban pro style offense. Okay. He will block. Um, number two, I have Javante Williams out of North Carolina. I, I,
0: I agree with you there.
1: I, um, I, everybody I, else. There's has Travis- things
0: about him that I like even better than Najee Harris, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. I, I I'm not disagreeing with you there. He's very elusive. He's got a quick burst. He's 6'5", 10, 2, 12. He, all he does is break arm tackles. Now, the arm tackles are going to be a little harder to break in the pros than they were. But if you watch North Carolina play this year, they ran the ball against everyone. Everyone. He ran a 4 5 um, Not blazing like some of the other guys, but this guy also had 24 receptions last year. It's not a lot. North Carolina didn't throw to their backs. They play action pass after they ran it because there's another running back in North Carolina that's good as well. Um, They play action to those guys and then threw it to their downfield. So they didn't throw a lot to their backs. But he's my number two, Javante Williams. Um, I would love him. I think he's going in the first round. I think there's two running backs that are going to go in the first round, and that's going to be Harris and Williams.
0: Well, I'll say this to basically understand about breaking tackles. 76 broken tackles in 157 carries last year. I mean that's yeah that's incredible. That's really, really impressive.
1: And remember, he's breaking tackles from defensive tackles and linebackers.
0: And he's young. He's not even 21 years old yet. So, so
1: you know. Yeah, and so he's quick. He has no injury history. He split carries last year a little bit with another guy I'll tell you about in a minute. But third, I like that Travis Etienne at of Clemson. He, he ran a 4-4-1 at 510-215. Right. Here's here's why. I like Williams better. Travis Etienne, when you watch Clemson, he does not He's not a guy that's going to carry it. He's not a three-down back. I think he's a third-down back who can catch the ball very quick. When he runs the ball, he likes to go east and west a little too much for the NFL. Guys that he would – defensive ends, he would get around uh, and take a two-yard gain into a six-yard gain. He's not getting around professional defensive ends going east and west. Right. So he's still good. He can still catch the ball. Um, but he's not, a, I don't think he's a three down back like the other two. I think he is going to be man. If he, if he somehow ends up in Kansas city or with Tom Brady with those swing passes, perfect fit, but right. he's not going to be a guy. You can all three down backs. Got it. Number four for me is the other kid from North Carolina named Michael Carter, five, eight, two Oh one. The only knock on this kid, this kid ran a four or five. He did a short shuttle in three point nine eight. Now that's unheard of. That just means he's his legs are explosive and he's quick side to side. The only thing knock on him is he's 5.8. eight, um, and he's probably the worst of the four I mentioned in pass protection.
0: Okay, because
1: they really didn't have to do it. Right. And, then, and then fifth for me is Trey Sermon out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He ran a four five seven. If he if he ran a little quicker than four five seven. Um, I probably would have moved him ahead of Michael Carter from North Carolina, but, um, and he's not the best. They didn't throw it to him a lot. I don't know if he can catch or not. They didn't throw it to him. Ohio state had some weapons on the outside. Right. A um, couple other guys. I just, I'm going to mention, I think if Pittsburgh doesn't take a, take a running back in the first round, they're going to have to take either Trey sermon or that Michael Carter kid. Uh, I don't, I don't ETN might be there in the, in the, second he round, but I don't, second round, I don't know if he three down form. back.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's move on to wide receiver. Um, who do you got at the top? I know there's a lot of crimson tide probably at the top of that list.
1: Yeah, I, this is a fun one for me because I always like to pick guys out that I don't think anybody else knows about. And, um, who I think are going to do based on these minimum characteristics. I, even though he's a little frail at 6'1 170 i put devonte smith down as number 1 okay um, he's good at everything you can everyone said well he's so small you're going to press him on the line well good luck because he's so quick he he's going to be by if he could you could miss him very easily right um he's good after the catch he's everything except big so everybody knows you put weight on after college pros will get him up closer to 190 but uh, 195 here. Um, there is nothing, absolutely nothing to not like about the Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. Second, Jamar Chase, LSU. He's a big dude. He ran a 4'3", 8'40 at six foot, 200 pounds. He had no drops um, in the last two years of college. He took last season off. He would have been a consensus best one coming out. He took last year off due to COVID. He can play outside. And at four three eight, he also played in the slot.
0: Right. Yeah, he's, now, an, here's explosive. A little... he's an explosive receiver.
1: He is. And I'm going to look at something real quick before I screw something up. All right. So these guys I'm giving you real quick are just the outside guys, guys that I think are going to be X or Y receivers. Got it. The next one I got is Kadarius Tony out of Florida. Six foot, 193, 4'4", four, four, 140. Um, accelerates very quick. Big hands. He'll go up and get the ball. He's had some injuries. Um, and if there's any knock on him, is it Florida? Doesn't really do the whole route tree. They kind of go, you want to go. They do a post. They do a cross. And they go deep. Right. That, that's just the offense Florida ran. I think he could be a really good outside receiver for someone probably in the second or third round he's also tough
0: after the catch he he had 43 broken tackles uh with 120 catches so he's kind of tough after he gets the ball
1: he's really quick like i said he accelerates he's at top speed almost probably is faster than those other guys i mentioned ahead of him he's just two steps and he's he's top speed and lastly, on the outside, I want to give this name Richard Bateman out of Minnesota. Um, six foot one ninety, ran a four three nine at one hundred ninety pounds. That's absolutely nuts. Um, his only knock is is he drops. He dropped a lot of passes. Okay. Um, when I say dropped a lot of passes, uh, like fourteen percent of the passes thrown to him, he dropped. Um, but a lot of it was simply concentration. He was not he wasn't wide open, but he was looking to make a move and get downfield. Right. So I'll I'll say they're the they're my outside guys, but I love two guys. These are just slot receivers, small guys. I call them the Moore Boys, M-O-O-R-E, because I love the slot guy, Elijah Moore out of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Four three five forty, he's only five nine, hundred and seventy eight. He had no drops. He runs the complete route tree. Um, the only knock on him is he may be able to be pressed if they don't put him in. Mo- but, you know, NFL guys will put him in motion. You can't press him. Right. In the slot. Um, I, If you want to know where I put Jaden Waddle, I put him here. He, I put him as a slot only. Okay. Um, only because he's 5'10", 182. He's crazy good. That's the other Alabama guy. That That's why the quarterback from uh, Alabama was throwing wide open guys all day. Right. I have him in a slot, obviously. And then the other Moore I like is Rondell Moore out, out of Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. 42940. He's only 5'7, 180 pounds. He's
0: just a little bit taller than me.
1: <laughs> and yeah, like a foot. <laughs> but he had some injuries in the past. Right. Um, but he has the best change in direction and route running. He had zero drops, absolutely zero drops in two years at Purdue. So I, the Moore brothers and then I, you, you can say that that waddle might line up outside. I don't think he should. I think he's going to get pressed, but um, they're my slot and my wide out receivers for the reasons that I told you. So I have a couple more, but they're not as impressive.
0: Let's move on to tight end, uh, which is another possible place the steelers could be looking at but uh what do you have for your uh, tight end rankings because i'm pretty sure there's a nittany lion on that list
1: number two kyle pitts is obviously he's head and shoulders this kid could be a receiver he did he did post routes he did uh, digs he went across the middle he's he's a small he weighs six six two forty five He's faster than Gronk. He ran a four, four, four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He with the, you get him in Kyle Shanahan or uh, new England's offense. Uh, anything like that. He's, he's pretty much unguardable. He's got big hands. The only thing he can't do is you're not a real good run blocker, but because they didn't ask him to, he was open every play.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, number two is Pat Fryermuth out of Penn state. Big kid, 6'5, 251. does not drop passes. He's uh, very hard to tackle after he gets the ball in his hands. Right. He does not have top end speed. He's not going deep down the seam. Um, but he's also, one of the reasons I put him up as number two is he's a really good run blocker.
0: Yeah, that's something that, uh, there, there. he's been on this, some of the Steelers mock drafts as far as a possible pick in the second round. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Um, let me see. Number three, I have Tommy Tremble out of Notre Dame, 6'3, 241. Ran a 4'6 40. He's the best, absolute best run blocking tight end in the game. He will, uh, Baltimore will cream their jeans if they fall to him, which is exactly <laughs> the kind of guy Baltimore wants, wants to use. Good, he could play fullback, has a few drops under his belt. Um, but this guy will probably get hurt trying to block defensive tackles. He does. He loves it. And then if you're looking for another name, um, I kind of have them both tied here. Briley Moore out of Kansas state and Hunter long out of Boston college. Um, neither one of them are big as far as catching the ball for a lot of catches. Um, Hunter long had 685 yards. Briley Moore was basically used as a blocker, um, but he's he's very explosive. Strong, explosive. He's gonna be good down the seam. Um, and those quick little Jason Witten five-yard square ends, only Jason Witten couldn't that couldn't get to the sixth yard. He can. <laughs>
0: Well, let's stay along the offensive line. Do you want to go start at center and go out to tackle or start at tackle and go into center?
1: Well, let's do tackle first because you're going to be surprised at some of these. Okay. Because I don't think the tackles, the big names you hear, are all going to be t- playing left tackle. So let's just go tackle. It's pinay Sewell. I tried to find something wrong with him. The only thing I can say is he hadn't played a lot of elite com- competition, but in all against real speedy, pass rushers. He did 30 reps at 225, right. 109 broad jump. Uh, he ran a five Oh nine 40 at 331 pounds. It's, it's just ridiculous. Nobody got close. You can say the competition, but maybe the a better competition of a better first step, but he still didn't let anybody within, you know, six steps of the quarterback. So right. now here's a name. And the reason, remember how, why I'm saying this, I like the kid next, Christian Darisol out of Virginia Tech, 6'5", 3'14". Why do I like him next? Well, I'm just – he's he can play left tackle. Uh, great runbacker, very strong. Um, he can – he reminds me of – do you remember when the Giants took that Eric Flowers and they yeah. tried to put him at right tackle and left guard? He's him. He's big. He's strong. Only his feet are much better. If he can put on 10 to 15 pounds, he's going to be a starting left tackle in the NFL. Number three is Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame, 6'6", 306. He may be my favorite all-around run, pass, blocker, um, 33 reps, strong as shit. Good pass sets. Notre Dame runs an, a professional offense. He, he's good, and his pass drops. You could see him he's moving into
0: guard. Could he move into guard, or is he going to stay a tackle?
1: I think he's going to stay. He could he play? Yeah, all these guys that can play tackle can play guard, right. uh, but he's staying it. He's one of like three people I think can play tackle. Now you notice I didn't know I didn't say anything about Rayshawn Slater out of Northwestern yet. That's because he's got tyrannosaurus arms for his body. Um, real short arms. Don't like him at all. He's a great player. He's going to have to go right tackle or guard in the NFL. That's why I didn't include him. Okay. If you're looking for a tackle, another guy that, um, a little, that's going to be a beast in runs, not so much in pass. He's a little late off the ball. He's got good hips. He picks up stunts. This guy's name is Samuel Cosme, 6'6, 314, out of Texas. He can play. Uh, I think he's better at right tackle because he's a little late off the ball compared to the other guys, and I don't know if that was the cadence problem. I don't know what was going on there. Um, And then my last actual tackle tackle that I like is Tavon Jenkins at Oklahoma State. Um, How about this dude? 36 bench press. He ran a 40 and 5.03 flat at 317 pounds and did a 106-inch broad jump at 317 He's allowed zero sacks and 623 pass plays at Oklahoma state. The reason people don't have him a little higher is Oklahoma state ran that wide open offense where there was usually a three man rush only because right. they played an extra cornerback extra safety linebacker on the
0: back. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. So that's it.
0: So let's well, go, let's go on to
1: guard. Okay. Slater's going to be a guard. And I think he's going to fit in beautifully as a right tackle or guard. He'd be my number one option. Number two is a kid named Brady Christensen out of BYU, 6'6", 302. He's more of a zone-blocking guy. He's just – he's mean. Mm -hmm. He ran a 40, by the way, and four eight nine at 302 pounds, sub 540. (laughs) Robert Hainsey, Notre Dame, 6'4", 306. He could play center or guard. Um, He's got some short arms. He gave up two sacks in 714 pass plays at Notre Dame. Right, And then we get into my favorite fat guy, Larry Borum, Missouri, 6'5", 322, and he's fat as shit. He's not strong. He's 322 pounds, and this dude can eat. He's just a buffet eater. He will (laughs) knock you off the ball and run. He's He's not nearly as strong as he should be. He didn't knock people down for 322 pounds but you also took you a while to get around them. Right. Um, other than that, there's some guys out there that are just big Landon Young at Kentucky is six six three ten. Uh Adrian Ely, six six They're all going to be okay. I don't know if they're going to start. They're all going to be okay.
0: Well, and then I mean, um, you're, when you're talking interior too, you got, got kind of guard center. So
1: that's right. You know, so it's hard for me to figure out they didn't play anywhere. Uh, they didn't have put, Usually at the combine, they put them where they think they're going to be best. Right. Right. And I didn't have a chance to see that.
0: Because you see some of these names like Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, you know, the Landon yeah, he's Dickerson a center. out of Alabama. That's another one. You know, so those were Yeah, those so centers center is Landon
1: Dickerson, and this yep. could be my pick for Pittsburgh. Yep. The only knock on this dude is injuries.
0: Right, Yeah. He's got. He's um, got he has more record. pancakes
1: than anybody in college football in the last two years. Pancake blocks. They run a pro scheme at Alabama. He can play every. He has played every line position, including left tackle and right tackle at Alabama. He tore his ACL this past year, even mm-hmm. though he came in the last play and took a knee for Alabama in the championship game. Um, but he had other than he does have other injuries in his career. Other right. than that, but right. he's by far the best center. Um, here's a guy that they thought was going to be a uh, guard, but there's no reason he's not going to be a center. Kendrick Green out of Illinois, 6'2", 305. Um, he's like a zone run blocker. The only reason he's not – he's hes a little short. He's not going to be big enough to do guards and, and and tackle stuff. He can play guard. He cannot play tackle, um, but he's, he's more of a – he's a mauler. He's more of a run blocker. Got it. Uh, young kid, Quinn Miners out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Six foot three, 320 pounds, and he's just mean. He's explosive. He can pick up stunts. He's got long arms. The only knock on this kid is he played at Wisconsin Whitewater. However, nobody got around him at the Senior Bowl.
0: Right. They yeah. put him at center. He had, center a, he he the had a big Senior Bowl. He had a big and Senior And
1: nobody bowl. could get around the guy. Right. So, and that's, you're talking NFL tackles, linebackers, blitz him. So I, he's going to be a great pick. I don't know if he's going to be ready day one. Um, quickly, that Elijah Vera Tucker everybody loves at USC. My God, he's slow. Um, he's his arms are short. He's got some decent feet, and he did pick up some blitzes. But there's no way in hell he's going to be a tackle. No way in hell yeah. he's going to be a guard or center in the NFL. The only play the he played against some NFL pass rushers this past year and the year before. Um, And he did not do as well against the better competition.
0: So that'll wrap up, uh, that'll wrap up our offense. Let's move over to defense. So let's start in the backfield. Let's start at cornerback. um, If you got that list and uh, how does, how does overall the cornerback uh, class come out this year?
1: Um, I think it's pretty deep. They were the most I had to look at as far as minimum requirements. The weakest spots are by far the defensive ends, the defensive tackles. Um, And I think there's a lot – there's not many left tackles in this draft. I'm going to say there's three, maybe four, because I move Slater to right tackle or guard. But right. could he play left tackle? Sure, except the, the better – like Miles Garrett's going to have a field day with him. He's just too quick.
0: Right, right.
1: So I don't think there's many tackles, but here's another one that I don't get that pisses me off. Cause my cowboy is going to pick the wrong one. The best cornerback by far on the board is Patrick Sertain out of Alabama four, four, two 39 inch vertical, 131 broad did 18 reps for a cornerback. Um, his dad was in the NFL. The only thing you can um, he doesn't, he, I don't think he covered slot receivers is the only thing I have here. He started for four years. What more do you want to know? Right. Um, Caleb Farley, Virginia tech is my second. He's, he's better at zone. Um, he hasn't had a, he's not a great tackler and he hasn't had a lot. He's just coming off some leg injuries. Um, but he's fast. He's got some serious ball skills. And the two things that I hate about the NFL Cornerbacks not looking back at the ball and not using the sideline as a defender and letting people get, get around them. Um, he does both of those very well. So he's number two. Okay. And you notice I haven't even, I haven't even got the guy. Everyone loves Shakur Brown out of Michigan States. My number three, he's a little handsy. He's not a great tackler. He only ran a four six, but overall for both coverage and run, He's very solid. He's he covered slot and outside both positions um, and he's very good with the ball and with the ball in the air. Uh, I like this kid named Elijah Molden out of Washington. He is going to be a beast if you play in his own. He's a great tackler. He's a playmaker. The only problem with him is he's probably only going to be a slot corner. He doesn't have the speed to cover the outside guys. Greg Newsom, Northwestern, might be one of my very, very underrated people in the whole draft. He ran a four-three-eight. Northwestern had a great defense last year. He has great feet, great hips. Um, nobody seems to give him any, give him a shot. Um, uh, Ambry Thomas out of Michigan, another very underrated guy. He's very inexperienced. He only he was a one-year starter, but. He, again, ran a 4-3-7, the best press man corner in the draft, and he will come up and hit you. Asante uh, Samuel, Jr., Florida State. I don't know why in the hell he's not going a little quicker, um, a little faster. Another father-son duo, best change of direction. He's the best guy with the ball in the air. He will tackle you. The only knock they could find, I could find on this guy, was that big wide receivers uh, Well can block. He has trouble getting away from big wide receivers when they get a hold of him.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: That's it. Who's
0: your best cornerback as far as what you see, you have seen as far as run support who can come up and who can come up and stick their helmet in there.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's either going to be Sertain mm-hmm. or I'm looking at my run rankings here. Sertain is one of the top, top ones and i'm gonna give you elijah molden okay out of washington yeah both of those guys will come get them now the one that i hate that everybody's talking about i don't hate them uh everyone's talking about this kid named horn right out of south carolina and jc horn well he's about my 10th best cornerback and no one he's another byu quarterback no one heard of him before the season. Had a great pro day. Now all of a sudden, he's the best cornerback on the board. Right. Um, he does not. He does not tackle anybody. He's going to lead your team in penalties because the reason he's good is he's always ha- got his hands on the receivers. In the NFL, they don't let you do that. He's going to lead. He ran a four-three-nine. That's wonderful. Real good. One hundred and thirty-three broad, forty-two-inch vertical. All the stuff you want at a pro day. Right. He did it all. He's got long arms. He's big at 205 pounds. I don't – he can only play zone. He can't cover shit, man, and he's not good in run support. So go ahead, Dallas. That's the guy they like. Go ahead and take <laughs> My sixth best – he's probably my eighth best cornerback, and that's a big, big disagreement by everybody. So we're going to know whether I'm right or the other experts are because I'm the only one that doesn't think – I don't even – Hell, I I don't even I wouldn't even take him in the first round. Everyone said he's the best cornerback out there.
0: So let's go over to safety. Um,
1: and this it, won't take long. This is a very bad position. Yeah.
0: All right, go ahead. Give us a couple.
1: Uh, Holland out of Oregon, tiny or six or not? I'm sorry, not tiny. 6'1", 207, Ran a four four six. He's a good tackler. He's a ball hawk. He likes it when the ball's in the air. He'll go get it. And he also did nineteen reps on the on the bench. My second one is a guy that I probably a lot of guys don't know much about, Jamar Johnson out of Indiana. 6'2, 205 ran a 4.58. Um he's got the best hips and and in the draft and what I mean by that is when he has to turn from the right sideline to the middle of the field, he does it without slowing down, he doesn't stumble, very very smooth transition. Um because he only ran a 4.58, He may end up being a slot guy, but um, and sometimes Pat Fryermuth blocked him pretty well. The bigger tight ends will get on him if they can get to him because he's quick. Right, they'll block him. Right, Uh, Trayvon Mooring, TCU. He's everyone loves him too. Is the best safety. Well, he's horrible in run support, but it's because Oregon ran that cover two, two safeties back. If someone runs a cover two, and most teams do at certain plays, he's the guy you want on the field. Um, You don't want him back as a single high safety. Uh, Hamza Nazareldin. I don't know how you say it. 6'3", 215, out of Florida State. Negatives, he tore his ACL in 2019, so he didn't run at the combine. Um, He's a big dude. He's very versatile. He's going to make somebody a nice pickup in the that day two and then the last one i'll give you well, i'm going to give you two richie grant ucf mm-hmm. good to run support um in and out of breaks really well got long arms he ran a 449 didn't get noticed because he played at ucf but he's done it but he's uh he's he's a really good cornerback not first rounder probably but day two and then my favorite guy in a draft nobody and i mean nobody knows about is a kid by the name of Brady Breeze out of Oregon. Um, He only ran a four five five forty. He put up 20 reps on the bench. This guy has no experience. He doesn't have elite speed, but every time I went to look at Holland that played for Oregon, or I'm sorry, is it Holland? Yeah, Javon Holland. Every time you played it, this Brazy Breeze came flying into the picture right next to him. He was all over the field. He has no experience. Like, he's literally started six games. Um, when someone else got hurt, he came out. He's 100 miles an hour. He's going to get burned on double moves. But I can't wait for this kid to get drafted. I want him.
0: So, I see yeah, DeMar Hamlin wasn't anywhere on your list, but that's okay.
1: He's too uh, slow. <laughs> um, I looked at both the Pittsburgh guys. Um, better in run support,
0: yeah. but
1: no. That uh, One yeah. of them, one of the Pittsburgh guys ran a 4-9. Yeah. I don't know if that was Hamlin or the other dude, but.
0: No, that was, I was Ford, I
1: think. Okay. Whatever. But that's too but... slow. Hamlin's not a good cover dude. No, unless he's good. He is
0: good in running, run support. Very that's he...
1: good in the box. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you line him up to cover a tight end and they run, you know, on third and four. Yeah. He could play. Yep. I, don't, I think, I think his lack of coverage skills though is going to keep him from getting drafted early.
0: Let's move into linebacker.
1: So. All right. So here's what I did quick. I know we're running, my phone's dying. We're running out of time. I kind of separated these into inside and outside guys who I thought were going to be better on the end, better on the out. Let's start with inside. And I took this, Mike, I took Michael Parsons out of Penn state. I will tell you this. He's, he could get, if linemen get to the second level, he's not going to get off of them. That's not what he does. He ran a four, three, nine 40. A 126 broad and a 35-inch vertical. Um, it's unheard of size and speed combat. He's one of the best blitzers in the draft. He can cover running backs out of the backfield. He can cover some tight ends. He didn't do a lot of straight-up man-to-man. He was more of a zone linebacker. Um, so if any if there's any problem with him, it's going to be getting off of blocks in the NFL. Okay. Uh, my favorite player, and I, I might like him more than this Parsons kid, Jameen Davis out of Kentucky. He's a beast. Uh, this guy will run headfirst into an offensive tackle and have nothing to do, n- not even think twice about it. Get this stat. 6'3", 234 pounds. You ready? Yep. He put up 40 reps as a <laughs> linebacker. I'm sorry. He he put up uh, – I can't read my writing. I don't know how many it was. I was wrong about the 40. But he ran, the 40, he ran a four three seven. Four three seven 7 234-pound linebacker. 42 inch vertical, and 132 broad jump. He's my favorite linebacker in the draft. Um, he doesn't cover anybody. I, now, 4'3'7, you think he'd be able to? He just didn't do it a lot. He's more of a shoot the gap, good tackler. Uh, will play off the blocks. Okay. Other than that, I, there's not a lot of inside linebackers. Um, Nick Bolton out of Missouri, and I'll just say Monty Rice out of Georgia. Are two other ones this Money Rice out of Georgia. Again, not coverage. He'll go sideline to sideline. Um, good tackler. He plays low. Very real, good leverage.
0: Real quick, one guy that gets a lot of press out in the Pittsburgh area right now is Zaven Collins out of Tulsa.
1: And he, Absolutely. The... He's my number one outside linebacker. Okay,
0: let's move on to outside then.
1: It's Zaven Collins out of Tulsa. 6'5", 249. He ran. Problem with him is he ran a four, six, seven, so he could play inside, I guess. But his best, his best asset is a blitzer. So they want him to be a Bud Dupree type guy here in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that's fine. But as far as running and covering at the same time, you no, know, I don't think he's going to be able to play inside linebacker. I don't think he's going to be able to play the run and get off the second level block from the offensive line, but he is my top outside guy. Okay. So it depends what you want him to do. If you want him to cover some running backs and blitz, he's your guy. Joseph Osai out of Texas, outside guy. He's more of a three. This guy's more of a three, four outside linebacker. Really good bend on the blitz, which people look for in the NFL now. Yep. Had seven sacks last year. Um, He's just in the top 90% of all the categories you're looking for um for an outside linebacker 42 inch vertical 132 broad jump uh his 40 was only 465 or he'd be a lot higher okay i like justin hilliard out of ohio state next um this kid is slow but all he does is make tackles he's had a lot of injuries he wasn't asked to cover a lot but if you put tape on he's in on every play and then here's the other one i think's getting way 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 too much love is Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa out of Notre Dame. Pretty good measurables. That's great. He's and he can cover. He cannot stop a run. This guy is not going to on third and one. He's not the linebacker you want coming downhill. No, no.
0: He got. But you mean he's an he NFL got,
1: player because they pass more than they run?
0: Yeah, I saw a film of him. He there were a lot of instances he got pushed around.
1: On, he did. On running he bike. absolutely yep. did. Yep. And Notre Dame had him blitz a couple times and he didn't get home. Um, Yeah. So, and then everybody says Jabril Cox at LSU. He didn't do any workouts, which scares me. It tells me something that he didn't want you to know. He was not hurt. He's more of a run guy at 6'3", 232. He might even be, if he was faster, I don't know how fast he is, but um, he can stop the run, but he's not going to go day one.
0: Okay. So we'll move into the uh, to the defensive line. Uh, yeah, let's do, you, do these
1: you, quick because they suck.
0: Do you? Want, yeah, you yeah. were talking about – you had said earlier like the edge classes. Edge rushers
1: are horrible, yep. and I think the defensive tackles are even worse. Defensive tackle – Christian Barmore out of Alabama, um, he's actually a pass rusher. He had eight sacks from the defensive tackle position, 6'4", 3'10". Um, he just doesn't have a lot of experience in – there are certain games he just doesn't show up. He's very inconsistent. Um, But he's a big dude. He's the best of the bunch. I can tell you that. Right. So now now these guys all have certain roles they're going to have to play. Memphis has a guy named O'Brien Goodson. He's 5'10", 276. 276. That's small. Right. So he's not going to be a real nose tackle. He's going to have to play the three technique, which is between the nose – and the two, uh, the center and the two guards on either side of them. He's quick at 276. So he's the guy you want to do, you know, disrupt the run play in the backfield, get in there quick, make the running back stop and go somewhere else. Here's my fat guy I like, big fat guy, Alan <laughs> McNeil, <laughs> NC State. Three, six foot one, 317 pounds. Get this dude. He ran a 494 four, 40. Oh my God. At 317 that, pounds that and he had a size. 31 inch vertical. He's probably a nose tackle. His first step is the best in the draft, and he took on double teams at NC State and and got rid of them. He will keep your linebackers off the ball.
0: He'll keep them clean.
1: He will. Other than that, there's some guys out here that are okay. Tommy Tog- Togiai out of Ohio State. He's again undersized, six two, two ninety six. Um, I'm just on with Zerke out of Washington. He's 290 pounds. There's just not that big hog molly Yeah. that teams like to keep their linebackers clean. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's a very weak, weak class. Okay. Let's go to defensive end last before my phone dies. Let's um, do it. Simply because there's some really, I don't understand this. And this is where you're going to be able to tell me in a year, you're an idiot. Uh, you took a hit on your, all your credibility has gone. Uh, my my favorite defensive end is Aziz Olajari, Ojalari out of Georgia. 6'2", 249. He did a 4'6", 40. All his measurables are there. He's got really good bend and a quick first step. And by bend, I mean when he's starting to get by that left tackle, he can get down like uh, uh, Cleveland's defensive end. Um,
0: oh, Garrett?
1: Yes, he's more like a Miles Garrett guy. Not as quick, but he's got that bend where he gets one step on you. He can bend and keep rushing, and the tackles, you know, you're underneath him. Right. He's a good – that's why I like him. Um, He's had 15 sacks over the last two years, and he's only a redshirt sophomore. So I like him. Now, the rest of these guys, let me get to them. Notice the names I'm not saying when I go over them. Taryn Jackson out of Coastal Carolina. This guy is going to be another good bender, hasn't played any competition. Um, senior Bowl wasn't his best. He's going to be a strictly third-down pass rusher. Okay. Okay. Cameron Sample out of Tulane. Great senior bowl. Really went up. Good leverage. He was beating some of the quote-unquote marquee left tackles that some of them are now I, I didn't put it left tackle because of it, but um, Cameron sample out of Tulane. Nobody knows much about him. He's quick. He ran a four, seven, nine at 267 pounds, but his, he really rose when I watched the senior bowl tape, some of the senior bowl state. So if you're looking for third down pass rushers, I'll just give you this Ellerson Smith out of Northern Iowa, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of guys here that are all the same player.
0: What about Sha- what about Shucatoni out of Penn State? Uh,
1: well, let me get this talk about Penn State first. Let's go okay. with this Jason Oa. 43940, all uh, vertical, 40 inch vertical, 134 broad jump, short shuttle, 415. He's so explosive, first rounder, right? He had zero sacks last year. Let me repeat that. He had zero sacks last year zero yeah yeah he, he's quick that's it he's passive he's not mean um if the quarterback scrambles he'll gonna he's gonna run him down from behind that's how he gets his okay, sacks. He's, okay. Not, he can, he's a I chaser no idea. he's a chaser he can chase He him is. Down. yeah and let's talk about the other guy that's way overrated quiddy pay out of michigan the guy's 270 pounds he had two sacks last year for michigan he has one pass rush move. Bull rush. That's it. He just comes right at you. Yep. that's it. It's a good one. It's a good it. bull rush, getting... but
0: if you've got an offensive lineman that can handle that, you got a tackle that can handle that, you're not going to get These it. These are left
1: tackles in the NFL. Go ahead. Bull rush them. Yep. So, I mean, there's a bunch of other names here that are all going to fit in schemes. Patrick Johnson, Tulane, Rashad Weaver out of Pittsburgh. Very, very interesting. Yeah. He tore his ACL in 2019, so he, he missed that. He's a little older. This guy can play the run though and get after the passer. I think he's very underrated if his knee's better. Now, he ran a 483, blah, 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 whatever. Didn't do a great, wasn't real strong with 20 reps. But if you're looking for a guy that can pressure and play the run, I think this guy, Richard Weaver, could be had in day two, day two or three. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, they're just names. But what? I'm I'm throwing a gauntlet down on JC Horn, go eat a dick, Dallas. <laughs> the two ends from Michigan, Quitty Pay, the dude from Penn State, come on, have a sack. One sack. You played Rutgers. <laughs> Somebody do something at Penn State. Jesus, they suck. So right? let's, let let's
0: let's get into the prediction game here. So we're going to have and you're going to see some comments from us on Twitter, you know, we're going to especially with the draft tomorrow. I'm sure uh, Duty and I will both have a lot of uh, comments to make as each pick is made. That you'll see on Twitter, and then we'll certainly be doing a draft review, going through uh, who who did the best, who are, who got our best grades, uh, what the local you know what the Steelers did. Uh, Duty will be sure to go over what the Cowboys did.
1: But, we'll cover Cleveland, Cincy, and Baltimore because so, yep. they're in a division.
0: So, what? Uh, who do you think? If you had to throw your money down, who did the Steelers go with their first-round pick?
1: All right, I'm. Nobody believes me on this. Um, here's what. Here's how it's going to play out. If they don't move up, they're not getting a real left tackle. Okay. Because I told you, most of the tackles they have are not real left tackles. If they don't move up, they're in trouble. They do not have a left tackle on the roster. I don't. Chooks. No, all those, those guys, they, they have no left tackle, (laughs) Right. Not on the roster, but there's only three or four of them. So if they don't get, I think if that Darisol from Virginia tech is there, they'll take him. I think they're going to end up taking Slater who is not a left tackle. He's more of a right tackle due to speed rushers. When they play Cleveland, he's going to get beat like a rented mule. But so that leads them going down to running back. Mm-hmm. I do not want them taking Harris in the first round because I think they can either get Williams in the second or Travis ETN or the other kid from Carolina in the second. I think the two, the the best position for, that they're going to get, it's going to be there is going to be cornerback and they lost two. No mm-hmm. one's talking about this. Right. Did they lose? Did they sign Nelson?
0: No, no, they, 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 they let him go or they, they let, right. let Nelson go. So third Nelson down, was gone.
1: Yeah. And one of the ones that are taking their spot just got charged with a felony in Ohio. Cause he's an idiot. <laughs> Lane out of Michigan state. Yeah, They're going to have their choice of the top. I'm going to say top. The third best corner, fourth best corner. And out of corners is pretty deep depending on, They may even get that kid named Farley. If his injuries check out their medical, nobody knows that. Right. But you got to take, you got to take them with no running backs will be taken by the time they pick. Right. Unless Miami decides to take uh, the running back from Alabama with their second pick. Right. I think that's 18.
0: That's at 18. Right.
1: Yeah. So, and if he's gone, they may panic and take Williams or
0: Or maybe they or, trade back. Maybe the person
1: well, you know, if they don't like what they they're could. seeing
0: there, they could trade back. Get some they picks. Could. They got plenty of picks.
1: They don't need to. I would take a cornerback at round one unless tackle from Oregon's there. Right. The tackle that Darisaw is there. There's right. only three that are projected to go in the top 15. If one of those falls, I'd absolutely take them because they are screwed. They do not have a left tackle on the roster. Right. But and- there's no sense taking a, a guard or a right tackle in the first round because there's going to be ten of them.
0: Who are your beloved Cowboys going to take in the first round? Well, let me put you this. Who do you want them to take? But who Certain, do you think quarterback Alabama, who do you think they're going to take?
1: They horn <laughs> asshole out of South Carolina. The guy will lead the league in penalties for the next three years. <laughs> and he won't, he, and he won't tie. Ta- he's JC horns, a thug on the football field. Yeah. He, he grabs, he comes up, he tries to play press coverage. He's good out of breaks there. He's not a bad football player. Don't right. get me wrong, but these people that have him ahead of, I like the kid at Northwestern better than him. As far as run, uh, dull threat, run blitz, Um, All that stuff. J.C. Horn is just a big physical corner that doesn't look back for the ball. I hate that in the NFL. When you're running side to side, the receiver stops and the cornerback runs into you because he never turned around to see where the ball was. That's Uh, J.C. Horn.
0: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was an hour. We got through it with duty's dying phone. But we will be doing a – please – Uh, Check us out on Twitter and Facebook. We are going to be frequently posting as the draft goes on. You'll get to see our commentary uh, on the picks as they come through. This is the best weekend when there's actually an event where there's no athletic action going on. This is just so much fun. Um
1: And we have a lot of fun with it, making fun of each other's picks and agreeing and disagreeing. Our phones blow up the whole night.
0: Yeah, we're just constantly pestering the crap out of each other, which is a lot of fun. And
1: we both called Pittsburgh's last year when they traded up to get Devin uh, Uh, Bush.
0: Yeah, two years ago.
1: Two years ago, yeah. we called that. We're like, yeah, this is That's it. said a trade has been made. And we're like, it's yeah, got to it, be it, Pittsburgh.
0: got to be Pittsburgh. Yep. And it turned out to be that way. So that worked yeah. out well. Except Occasionally,
1: we know what we're talking every about.
0: Every now and again. But uh, please check us out at the usual places, at Twitter, on Facebook. Also, check us out. Uh, send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. That's basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. Also, Listen, you
1: can, Put a comment on Facebook or Twitter saying, listen to the podcast. Yeah. Your, ranking, your rankings are horrible. JC Horn is going to be the best quarterback in this draft. Yeah, let's we talk like
0: about stuff. it. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. We'll, and we'll also. We love
1: it absolutely love it when we tell you pittsburgh's not taking a cornerback in the first round well you're down three if mr felony goes to jail for a while so maybe (laughs) they should if one of the good ones are there that's all i'm saying
0: well we're gonna have uh, also remember you can check us out anywhere on spotify iHeartRadio, itunes on soundcloud uh anywhere you hear your podcast you can find us but It's always a pleasure. We'll be talking to you again very, very soon once the draft is over. Enjoy the
1: draft, everybody. I can't wait for tomorrow. (laughs) See ya.